Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast, where we help you find the keys to living your best life. We tackle issues ranging from physical and emotional well-being, all the way to strengthening personal relationships and paving the way to financial independence. Get excited to take your life to the next level today. Now, here are your hosts, Cheryl Morley and Paul Croto. Yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast. My name is Paul Croto, and I'm here with the amazing Cheryl Morley. Hi there. Cheryl, you got a very cool background. <laughs> we are we are now official. Like, you know, they say you just you got to get going. So we got going. We didn't have any backgrounds or anything really. So it's, it's been a, it's been it's been a challenge getting this podcast up and running. But uh, we now have a background thanks to Becca. Hey, I like to say things, Paul, like better late than never. Better late than never. That's another good one. That's right. Well, Cheryl, we have a uh, very awesome topic for today. Um, we're actually working out of the book, The 15 Laws of Growth by John Maxwell, and we're on law number nine, the law of the ladder, which states that character growth determines the height of your personal growth. Yeah, that is amazing. And I am pretty sure that. I have never looked at it like that before. Yeah, it's it's a it's a super interesting topic, especially where we are in the world today, because oh. character has never been a bigger problem than it is now. And we're talking about leadership. We're trying to create leaders and, and be better leaders ourselves. And it has to start on the inside with with character, you know, having the integrity. And, um, you know, I work with you, Cheryl, because I have never met anyone with the kind of character integrity that you have. And I know that we have partnered here at the Institute of Holistic oh. Health. We've partnered with a company called Longevity, and it's, it's a health and wellness company. And, you know, we've searched in our entire lives to find a company that actually has integrity out there because it's super hard to find. You know, you think, well, there's just a few bad apples. No, there's not. There's a lot of bad apples. As a matter of fact, most of the apples are bad. So you got to, it's super hard to find the companies with integrity out there, the leaders with integrity out there, because it's so easy to, to cut corners. You know, yeah. oh, I'm going to cut this little corner here, save a little money, do a little, you know, I need to make a little extra profit. And what happens is there's a spiral thing that ends up happening where you just, well, I'll cut another one, I'll cut another one. And then you start doing these wrong things which leads to this massive corruption in, in people. And, you know, this show and I battle this as we've dedicated our whole lives to battling um, the corruption that's out there, especially in the drug industry. Yeah, there's no industry in the world that is more corrupt than the drug industry. So there's 500 companies, obviously, in the Fortune 500. Five of them are drug companies. If you add up the profits of those five companies together, they're greater than the other 495 added together, which is unbelievable. Now, here's let me show. Let me just go over some some uh, some numbers here. And you can. Um, I'm dying to hear your comments on this because I know you get get hot under the collar under this uh, with this topic. So here we have a company called Pfizer, and over the years, uh, they've been sued over. And over and over again. As a matter of fact, they paid out $28 billion worth of lawsuits from being so corrupt and killing so many people. But yet the FDA continues to approve the drugs. 
and the vaccines that they create. It's well, absolutely unbelievable. Like to see. Paul, well, just a second. Yeah. I'd like to come right on in here and say something. <laughs> okay, because you are just real talkative today. Okay, so the interesting thing to me is before they even make a drug, before the drug even comes out on the market, then they calculate everything. They calculate how much money they'll have to pay out. They calculate how many people they think will die and how many people they know will die. Um, they calculate how much they'll have to pay um, like I said, out in the lawsuits, and they calculate all that in to the cost of the drug and the cost of, of everything else. So they already know. They know that people will die and they know that they will have to pay that money out. But they calculate it all in before the drug even comes to market. Now, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean you have to calculate in um, the number of people that'll die, the amount you think you'll have to pay out in lawsuits and everything else. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. I was like, no, what? I, I don't know. I, I have no words to say what I think about that because that would not be good here on the podcast. But let me just say that if any other company did that in the world, like if the airplane company said, well, we're going to figure in the price of your ticket, um, but we need to figure in all the people that we're going to kill um, on the planes and the lawsuits we think that um, that are going to happen because of that. And then we and then you guys will pay um, the cost of your ticket will um, cover all of those things that we have to pay out, which is exactly what the drug drug companies do. Exactly, Cheryl. Now, when you say that, how many people exactly die? Per day from taking a prescription drug that their doctor told them to take? Well, 493. 493. So if Delta Airlines oh, killed 493 people a day, yeah. how long would Delta be open for? One day. <laughs> a half a day, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's, it's just so bad, you know, out there. And we want to get this information out to the public so you understand that money drives everything. So let's pretend we own Pfizer. So Cheryl and I, we own Cheryl, we own Pfizer. Uh, we make a lot of money. But listen, our sales aren't doing that good. And our stock's not doing that good. So sales drive the stock price up. Better sales, better stock. Stockholders coming down on us hard. Cheryl, we need more money. We need the sales to go up. Now, what level will, will people go to to make that stock go up, to make the sales go up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's sickening to the stomach. Um, yeah. What they've done to this country, to this world, creating viruses. You know, it's just it's, un it's unbelievable. And, they, and the lies are just nonstop. So it's it's for Cheryl and me, we have to find a company. You know, that's why we started the Institute of Holistic Health. We want to get the information out there about the corruption and also about the right, right way to do things. That's and right. I love order... that because I think that people don't know. I think so many people that I've come across, they don't understand that there's another way, right? So as you get older, all of your friends start getting on drugs. Everybody's on drugs. You think that's normal. You don't know. So many people that I've talked to, they don't know that there's another way that um, another choice that they have. You don't, you can choose something different than just taking drugs. You can, even if. Your, all your friends are taking them. 
there is another way. And that's what I love um, the most about the holistic, um, you know, uh, this whole program that we have, um, the holistic health certification, all of that is because um, it helps people understand that there is another way and then allows them to go out and let other people know the same. Yeah, absolutely. And Cheryl, um, you know, I know what you just said there about being around people, you know, so you got to be around the right type of people, you know, because if you're around the wrong type of people, you can be persuaded to do the wrong kind of things. Right. So in your life, I know you've been now with Dr. Wallach for over 25 years. Uh, so between Dr. Wallach and Steve Wallach and Michelle Wallach, um, you've been surrounded by people that have the utmost integrity and character that I've ever seen in my life. What has that done for you in your life? Oh, well, I, I think it changed the whole tra trajectory um, years ago, right? Because I met him when I was very young and really, I don't know, I mean, I was at Taco Bell, right? And so it was, um, it was, I was in survival mode. Like my entire life, as I look back, I was in survival mode the entire time. And really it's, um, you know, the integrity of the people that I was able to surround myself with, starting with Dr. Wallach, um, just really changed everything. And it allowed me to see and experience um, what true integrity is, right? What it, what it really is. Because like you said earlier, Paul, they can, you know, they can do whatever they want, right? And, and here's the crazy thing. I remember when we were um, just in Orlando at the manufacturing plant, Jim saying that um, you only have to have 90% of what's on the label in the bottle, right? So if you have a bottle of, um, uh, if you have a bottle of supplements or whatever, then you only have to have 90% of it in the bottle that what's on the label. And he said, and I said, oh, that's interesting. And he said, yes, and that is what everybody does. But you can rest assured, Cheryl, that in our bottles, whatever is on the, not only whatever is on the label is in the bottle, but 110% is in the bottle of what the label states. So not it's only. not 90, it's, you know, it's not 95, it's 110. So we even go the extra mile, which to me really speaks of um, integrity and of character. And, you know, and those are the type of people that I want to work with. Those are the type of people that I want in my life. Yes, Carolyn, not only the, the 110% of, of, uh, of what they say is in there, but the quality of the ingredient itself, where it's coming from, how it's grown, right. that, type, that type of thing is, is also at the highest level. And we spent a lot of time talking about the corruption and the lack of integrity in the drug industry, prescription drug industry. But we, we're going to be talking a lot more about the corruption in the health and wellness industry. You know, it's, it's you yeah. know, we think you know, we're in an industry that, that doing good for people, but learning about so many companies now, the majority of companies not putting what they say is in the bottle in the bottle, you know, and people saying, well, I took that, but it never worked for me. Well, right. that's because you're taking it from a company that's got no integrity. You know, right. who even knows what's in the bottle? Yeah, I think that's so right, Paul. And I, and I think that, um, that there is something to be said um, about that, right? I mean, you have to know and trust and, and, you know, really kind of, well, I think trust the, the person that you're talking to 
And I think that's why I'm so um, blessed that we've got, you know, holistic health coaches that have learned these things, know these things and are able to go out and share the message. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I was, I met with a, with a gentleman that owns another nutrition company. I'm not going to mention his name, but he came out and said to me at lunch, we would not put those ingredients into our products because they're too expensive. You know, yep. we just, you got to make, you know, not only do we put the ingredients in there that you want, you need, like in our selenium and the highest quality of the selenium there is, but we also put everything else in there that makes selenium work. You know, there, I think there's like 37 different ingredients in our, in our selenium bottle. So you're not just buying the one mineral, you're buying all the cofactors with it that make it work. And I love um, what Jim, the, 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 the gentleman that uh, runs the facility in Orlando, said that you should never apologize for price. Because if your product is that good and that high quality, of course, it's going to cost more. Now, if you want to buy cheaper versions of different things, you can. But know that the quality and the integrity is not going to be there. Right. You know, that's simple as that. Yeah. Getting back to John uh, in this chapter here, the size of your character determines how high you can climb. And shall I, I know you like the part in, in, in this chapter about uh, a gentleman coming up to John Maxwell and asking him to write a book on business, business ethics. <laughs> that was so funny. And he was like, no, or whatever. And then they kind of sat down and thought about it. And the thing that they kind of came up with is there's no such thing as business ethics. There is just ethics. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. There's not a difference between ethics and business ethics. It's all the same. Either right? you got ethics or you don't. Very the end. Right. And that'll carry around, carry over to every area of your life. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, I love the next part, Paul, where it says the inside always influences the outside. And I thought a lot about that. And I was like, you know, that is so true. Whatever you have on the inside, really who you are, you might be able to cover up the outside for a little bit, but sooner or later, it's going to, it's, it's going to come out. It will come out in different ways. It will come out uh, maybe a little bit at a time. But if you're rotten on the inside, it's going to come out on the outside, right? I mean, that's just true. And if you're good and a great person and, and you know, I always think about, um, you know, you might not see it right at first, right? Because you might be struggling and, and, you know, fighting and surviving and, and all of those things. And so it, it might be kind of hard to see, but whatever is on the inside, your real true feelings, who you are, I always like to say, you know, in your soul, um, the type of person that you are, that to me is um, integrity, then it will come out. It will come out sooner or later. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think a, a big way to have more or better character, you know, live, live the way we're supposed to live, doing the right things, is this concept of having humility. And I, and I love um, this word, you know, that character is strengthened when you have this, when you have humility. And really, to me, humility is understanding your purpose in life. Like my purpose, the reason why God put me on this planet is to help elevate people, help, help people elevate their life. And, you know, I know Cheryl, we're both walking, uh, we feel like we're walking our purpose, living our purpose. 
And there's a lot of humility in that, that it, this isn't us, it's God, and it's what we're put here for. And we respect that and dedicate every moment of our lives to living out that purpose. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, and I think it's so interesting because we always um, talk about how, you know, everything that you have, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, money, things, things, cars, you know, Paul, you, you guys were just talking about, you just got a new car. That's so awesome. But I mean, it will wear off, right? I mean, it's nice that you got a new car, but that feeling and that, that feeling of, of, woo, and, you know, elation, that's going to wear off. Don't ruin it yet, Cheryl. I still have that. So <laughs> okay, I know what you mean. Give now. it a month, give it a I month. Mean, and yeah. then you're going to be, no, but the thing that the point I wanted to make is you have to feel fulfilled in some way. And the only way that I've ever felt um, fulfilled and like I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing is when I'm helping other people, you know, um, like you said, elevate their life. Better, I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and Cheryl, I know John talked about in this chapter, this is something that, uh, very interesting, is that working on your weaknesses builds character. I know, and it's so funny because I was all excited. I was just telling you like a week ago how excited I was when I heard that other, or, and I don't even remember what book it was from. Maybe it was a podcast, but I was the most excited person on earth because I'm like, I finally get it. I'm not supposed to be working on my weaknesses. I'm supposed to be working on my strengths. <laughs> I, was, I was so excited. And then I heard this and I'm like, Wait, what? What are you talking about? I don't want, I don't want to work on my weaknesses. And I love that John said that it's always a little harder to work on your weaknesses than your strengths. It absolutely is. Um Yikes. But that there's no question, you know, when you can admit that, hey, I have these weaknesses in my life, these different areas, and I'm working to make those better, you know, which is the whole elevate your life concept where we're trying to identify problems. You know, of course, we want to recognize the celebrations and the great things that are happening. And, and we're extremely grat- grateful. We have, uh, we're satisfied, we're happy. But we understand that there's a gap between, and we're going to be talking about this next week, Cheryl, and I know it's your favorite topic. There's a gap between where you are and where you want to get to. So that gap is, is everything. You know, that gap is what builds character, closing that gap and and working on those weaknesses, and there's there's something in between my two fingers, and that's a problem inside of all of us. You know, there's some there's a reason why we're not at our goals yet. Um, so we got to work on, on on ourselves, and it's really the whole premise of this chapter is that it's got to start from the inside. The uh, you know the the inside victories always precede the outside victories. So we got to work yeah. on ourselves inside first, and. One of the things, you know, when we're working on ourselves inside is, is, is asking for help. You know, the find, we talk about finding an accountability partner all the time so that they can hold, hold us to the flame there and, and make sure we do what we say we're going to do. Yeah, well, one thing I like to do, Paul, is I, I have no problem. You said a little earlier. Uh, that you sometimes it, it you know, it, it helps build character when you can say that you have a weakness. I have no problem. I I know all sorts of weaknesses I have. I just like to ignore them. That's what I I know you do, which we have something to talk about after this call or in the near future here, because I had a a very enlightening conversation uh, when I was in Tampa. 
Well, I love the whole idea of an accountability partner because it that really does kind of light a fire under me. I don't know about you guys, but I do like having an accountability partner. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. And Joe thing, Cheryl, is is and this is I know something near and dear to your heart when you're when you talk about um going from fine to fabulous, helping women go from fine to fabulous. Yeah. It really has to start with self-respect. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And and gosh, I, I'd love to, um, not today, of course, but I would love to get even more into that. Like, how do you, how does that happen? How can you feel more self-respect? How can you, and, and I know it has things to do with the cookie jar and everything like that, um, that we talk about, but I love to just be aware, all of us be aware that self-respect is a very big deal And the more self-respect that you have for yourself will really make a difference in your life and in the lives of um, the other people in your, in your close circle. Absolutely. And and Michelle, I know we talked before this call about if you don't respect yourself, how in the world do you expect someone else to respect you? Yeah. It just won't happen. So it's a super, super important thing to, to, to be aware of, like Cheryl just mentioned, and uh, it's a big part of, of building your character. And it, it, I think it starts with really respecting yourself. And that's going to, uh, from, from there, everything else can be built. But without self-respect, I don't think any of this matters. We shouldn't bother talking about it because you got to have that first. Right. So, all right. Awesome topic, Cheryl. I love this this concept. I love uh, Law Number 9. We're going to be lo- doing Law Number 10 next week, the Law of the Rubber Band. So those of you that are following along, make sure you read that chapter. And we'll be back here next Thursday to help you elevate your leadership even more. Bye for now, everybody. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.